0: Main Hustle Media podcasts are recorded on the ancestral lands of the Chumash, Tongva, Kranqua, and Hohokam people. And I wish to pay my respects to the people of those nations, both past and present. Hey, y'all. Welcome to Queer and Far Podcast, a travel podcast from a couple of queer friends. We are providing tips and resources to travel safely while Black, Brown, Queer, Disabled, or from any. Marginalized group and intersection in between. I am one of your co hosts, your Sir Auntie Charmaine Fury, aka the Blazing and Blurred. And oh, I am, oh, a, me. Noob. <laughs> and I am a noob. I'm Shay. I am a noob. I am <laughs> still and always and forever. Hello, internets. How are we? Hello, internets. Uh, I just got back from oh. a big trip, and we are going to talk about that trip. I'm so Uh, freaking
1: jazzed. I've been waiting for this.
0: Listen, this is this one's the best one so far. I walked I walked away from this, like both energized and excited about nerd shit and stuff that I want to do with my other podcast book comics and just life in general as a nerd. I walked away excited about some new podcasting shit because I went to two different conferences while I was there a New York Comic Con and Podfest. I don't know why. I'm sitting at my desk and I have my hands on my hips right now, like I'm in Wonder Woman Post. I'll put What's my about- hands up on my. I'm hips sitting I down. Do like, why computer. am I doing this? This is weird. We uh, almost yeah. passed out. Okay. We're okay. I, I'm a. Uh, oh,
1: oh, oh. I yes. almost had a. um. Um, a Janet out of, moment, out of body. A Janet, a Janet jan- 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 moment,
0: Janet moment. I, All right. so yes, I had a blast. This one was the best trip I've taken so far. I'm very excited. I'm about to enter my villain era. So let's let's go. Let's get into it. I'm ready. I'm super excited. Okay, so where did we go? We went to New York Comic Con, New York City, New York City, New York. Okay. We went to New York Comic Con. Um, let me sh- make sure that this opens in the right direction. Oh, In it's it. blurry. Villanera, my my flag says Villanera. Temporarily, can you temporarily
1: turn off your your yes, whatever? Or, I'm trying
0: to hide the fact that my bed's not made behind
1: me. We look. All of the internets knows that their bed isn't made either.
0: That's true.
1: Don't lie, internets. Don't lie. We all Villanera. know
0: villain I love
1: it and it's purple this is a this
0: is a com yeah so combination of things it's a comic-con fan it is it says villain era and it is purple and then yeah, there you go. That's it. <laughs> That's it. A little it's aeration. There's nothing it's, hot. it's hot. It's outside. hot. I live in I live in Houston. It's very, very hot. It's very, very hot. And it's it's
1: pouring rain in Phoenix,
0: Arizona right now. But is it? it's so humid. That's oh god. Look at my,
1: so my nice. hair went No, we don't care what you want to do today. This is what we're doing. This is what we're doing.
0: Yeah, I didn't actually I I tried to straighten my hair a little bit before I had to go outside earlier today, but it was too, I was too sweaty, it was too hot, and it is what it is. I didn't have time to do it before we jumped on to record. Um, but I'm excited to be able to share my experience at New York Comic-Con and PodFest with y'all today. Woo-hoo! I had a blast. I'm, I'm excited.
1: I okay, so blast. where should we start? Now, where do we, do we start before Comic-Con? Or What
0: well, happened or- before Comic-Con? Um, I was planning my cosplay, and yep. did I go anywhere before? Oh, did we talk about this I'm not sure if we I don't think we've talked about this on the show yet. I mm. went to go get my global entry. yes, I went to San Antonio okay and, because when I originally applied for Global Entry, there were no apart there were no appointments in Houston. Mm. the closest the quickest I'll say this first. I filled out the little form for Global entry. I paid my little hundred and some dollars. And then in just a couple of days, it hit me back. It said it could be like weeks. But in a couple of days, it was like, you can go to uh, Laredo, Texas or McAllen, Texas tomorrow to have an appointment. That's like a nine hour drive for me. I was like, hmm. So I started to refresh the screen and look for other cities. And Houston, there's nothing in Houston for like a year. Like you can't even find it. Um, So then I saw that San Antonio had an appointment within two weeks of that date. So I was like, I'll go ahead and do San Antonio. That's a three hour drive for me. So I don't think, I just want to make sure there's no specific and- information on this, but I did get my, oh, did Ta-da. get my little card um, um i don't want to show my passport came
1: and it is the ugliest picture my the picture is of the horrible planet. they it's made me like horrible. not like i look like a little yeah because they
0: they take any any version of yourself your own face that you think looks fine like i thought i looked perfectly fine when i was taking that photo i had just yeah. gotten my hair done my makeup was on i don't really wear makeup very often and then i still look like i bombed something and this was my mugshot photo I don't know why, because they make you take your glasses off. They make you straighten in such a weird way that your neck comes forward and um, you you can't smile. Yeah. And I have a beautiful smile. I have a beautiful smile, too. So, yeah. So, I ended up... Um, my passport came, I applied for my, I applied for my renewal back in June or something like that. I got it in August. You have to, you have to apply for it first. And then once you have the application in, then you
1: have to make an appointment.
0: Yes. Yeah, so after, so you have to physically have your passport before you can apply for it. You apply for it and then you have to book the appointment. So it gives you like a, a temporary approval, but you, I don't know if you can actually use it cause you don't have a, a known no. traveler number yet. Then you book your appointment. So I drove up to San Antonio a couple of week, weekends ago. And my appointment was on a Sunday. It's literally a five-minute appointment. I was actually, it took, oh my God. it took longer because they actually didn't let me into the room until 10 minutes later. I think they were coming back for lunch um, because uh, they were closed from uh, 2 to 3, and then my appointment was supposed to be at 3. So I didn't even get in there until 3.10, and I was out of there by 3.17. So, <laughs> so I, I drove okay. all the way. In. All the way. Just for five minutes. Well, whatever. Maybe That's why I'm lunch. glad I didn't do Laredo. I mean, I've uh-huh. never been to Laredo and it would have been an adventure, but I'm like, I don't want to go nine hours away for a five minute appointment. For those
1: of us on the internets that are, might be confused or don't know, is global entry,
0: um, the same thing as TSA pre So you get TSA pre-check with global with entry. Okay. So I don't know, honestly, I don't know why you would apply to TSA pre-check with and not global entry, unless you just didn't have a passport. Because you get two for one, two for the price of one. Um, so I, even though I didn't have my physical card yet, I had the number. Okay. And it's already a, it's already attached to your passport. So I just traveled to New York with my passport. Okay. So I was able to use T, uh, TSA PreCheck. Um, and so I just showed, I gave them my passport. They scan my passport, and I it'll tell you that you're approved for TSA. And they and, they, and you and don't and have to go through all the security. You just go no. Through. So well, I did get randomly selected because racism, um, or at least I'm assuming. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean even is the american way even tree said like i texted tree and i was like i got randomly selected and he's like racist um so <laughs> so the thing is that i i got to go through a metal detector instead of the um wait which one which direction was it yes okay first one i i'm trying to think which order this happened in the, the, okay so the first one i just got to go through the metal detector I'm I'm pretty sure that was the case. And um, I didn't have to take my belt off. I didn't have to take my shoes off. I didn't have to take my laptop out of my bag. This was very necessary on this trip in particular because I have this gigantic garment bag duffel. It converts. So I have that because of my cosplay. I need a garment bag for my cosplay, but I don't want to carry or check in too many bags. So I got this huge ass duffel. That lets me do the garment bag stuff for my cosplay. And then all my stuff, the other stuff I wore, I put into the duffel bag. This thing is heavy as shit. Mm-hmm. It's very hard to carry. So I bought a little pulley cart to have it. And I strap it with like uh, bungee cords. Uh-huh. So when I checked that, I I, I, I was dri- I was on Southwest. So I was able to check my bag for free. So I took the bungee cord thing off because it, it would be loose. It wouldn't have let me travel with. So I checked the duffel. But then I had the fucking folding cart. Um, that I had to put in my backpack. So I had to leave enough room in my backpack to, to fold the foldy cart up and put it in my backpack, which would make getting my laptop out of there very difficult. So so glad to have check, t- uh, TSA pre-checked this time around because it's the first time I was using both the rolly bag or the rolly cart, the duffel bag, and TSA. So I, would, I didn't have to take my computer out. I just put my bag on the scanner. I walked through the thing. Um, I think they patted me because I had a weird... Um, uh, I, the tr- pants I travel in have zippers at the bottom and I always get tagged on that. So they just, you know, patted it down and then they let me go. So it was great. Great, great, great. It was, it made me very comfortable, very happy. I didn't have to take nothing off um, on my way back though. That's when I got randomly selected and I had to go through the scan three, the, you know, the image scanner. Image and I don't scanner. love doing that. Mm-hmm. And it it really sucks because the, the choice is have somebody fill you up or do the scanner I don't like to be touched (laughs) and I don't want my, you know, bits on a digital screen somewhere. So, and I've seen what those images look like. You can see bits, you can see body folds, you can see it's very visible, you know? So I just don't like the idea of people seeing me when I don't grant them permission. So, um, so yeah, so TSA pre-check went very smooth. So global entry is really more for your international travel. Obviously, if you're coming in from customs, you, you have a lot less work to do when you're coming through customs. Yeah. Um, so now when I travel or before my global entry, because I haven't traveled with it yet, um, I always get asked extra questions because I'm brown. It's not just like, where were you? And why were you, tra- uh, you know, was it pleasure or business? It's literally like where I get asked where I was born. I get asked what hospital I was born in. I get asked very detailed questions because they're trying to trip you up to see if you actually have answers about your origin because they're trying to prove, even though I got a blue passport, they're trying to prove if I'm actually an American. So I struggle to get back into the country every time, which is why I decided to pay for global entry because I didn't. I want to see if that changes. I was just having a conversation with a fellow black woman the mm. other day about those questions and I mentioned about how those questions are racist and they were like, wait a second, is it not the way they don't, they only ask us those questions? And I was like, no. yeah, white people don't get those questions.
1: I have traveled internationally uh, extensively in my youth and a little bit in my um, adultness. Uh, sometimes I'm an
0: adult, uh, most of the time I'm not, but I have never been asked that question. So when I have I went never to, been asked that question. When I traveled with my British cousin, who is a white man, he went through customs coming into America way faster than I went through customs being an American. And when I got through, he was like, what took so long mate? You know? (laughs) And I was like, I'm Brown. And he's like, I don't understand what that means. And I was like, they don't believe I'm an American. And he goes, I'm not an American. And I was like, I understand this. (laughs) I was like, this is a racist place. And you being a white British person is safer in their eyes than me being a Brown American. So, um, So that's why I've gotten global entry. So I haven't used it yet, obviously. Um, I'm doing that in preparation of us um, moving abroad and having to come back every so often to, like, check in with America, I guess, Um, between visas and shit like that. But you get the TSA pre-check along with it. And so let me just say that $100 or whatever it is, $130, best $100 I ever spent. Okay. Because I enjoy not being uh, made to feel like a criminal when I'm just trying to go on vacation. Right. Yeah. So that was fun. Um, but then, yeah, uh, so that's that's what led me to. So I, I did that. That was two weeks ago that I did the or two weeks before my trip that I did the. Was it a whole two weeks? Yes. It was like because they said you'll receive your card in 10 days or 11 days. days. I was leaving in 10 days. So I was like, oh, I hope I get this card before I go. But it turns out the card part wasn't necessary because I could just use on my your passport. Account. Yeah. That being said, if I don't want to travel like if I'm traveling to if I'm traveling domestically and I don't want to bring my passport with me, this is an extra government ID now that I have. Okay. Um, because you have all your numbers and shit on the back and it's it's it, it's a picture ID. You, so now you have this well, whole extra another, document.
1: another I wonder, can I use it to vote? Probably not. Probably you know, It's like here's my driver's This is my global Absolutely entry, not. here is
0: my passport. But yeah, you know. Still can't vote. Still can't vote. Still can't be a human person. So yes. Um, anyway, that, 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 that was great. Okay.
1: So then that went over fine. Mm-hmm. I, I think, didn't you stay at a hotel
0: overnight? I stayed, I stayed at the same hotel the entire time I was in New York. Okay. The okay. difference is when I was in Dragon Con Atlanta, I stayed in a hotel one night and I stayed in an Airbnb the rest of the time. Right.
1: Okay, so now that we're going to New York, what do you want to talk about first? Do we want to talk about... What do you want to talk about?
0: I guess I could just do it kind of in order. First of all, I haven't flown into LaGuardia um, since 2003. LaGuardia has changed. (laughs) It it is not... Let me see. I think I might have some photos of it. It is not the rat hole fucking airport that it was when I was... LaGuardia is fucking fancy now. Um, I did not know. I did not know that it had gotten fancy. So, so yeah, that was that was fun. Um, it's yeah, it's quite fancy now there's f- uh, decent food everywhere and stuff like that. So yeah, like it's a, uh, it's nice. It's nice now. So what I did do on this trip was I, um, because I do, um, I, well, I'm, I'm ending this, but I have been working as a travel agent partially. Um, I get discounts for like car services and stuff like that. I'm um, not huge discounts, but discounts nonetheless. Uh, and in New York, I figured, I didn't want to have to maneuver my bags and all that kind of shit with Subway, so I ended up getting a car service to take me to and from the airport. Okay. Um, so it's, I, I used the service called uh, Carmel Limo, and it's just a regular-ass car, though. And um, all I had to do was, like, the day before, put in my flight information, and then there was just somebody there. I call as soon as I get my bags, and I'm just like, I'm ready. And then within 10 to 15 minutes, someone came and picked me up and took me to my hotel. I okay. was staying in Midtown. Um, nice. Actually, I think I do have an easy access to the video of like the drive to the city. Um, I think I think I can show that. Oh, let me show it. Tada! Tada! It's not full screen. I should probably full screen it. Oh wow, it's so that's just me in somebody's car, like you know, <laughs> driving silently. Uh,
1: New York. Did driving you, did silently. It, to New did York. you still have the smell of New Jersey?
0: Well, I will say I forgot. This is, I instantly felt this. Like the second I walked outside in New York, I forgot how smoky New York and New Jersey is because I'm from California and we have had no smoking laws for since I was at least a child like I think it happened I remember it happening when I was like a a young teenager like 12 13 or something like that so I forget how smoky New York is and it's been like seven years since the last time I went there I walked outside and instantly I was like that I got hit with that cigarette smoke and a smell and I was like grow up New York smoke weed (laughs) what are you doing why are you smoking cigarettes still like this is ridiculous why are you giving them money Yeah. Yeah. It's like so much. It's so stupid. So, you know, I took the little, little drive um, from, I think, uh, um, I think it was probably about 25 minutes or so from LaGuardia to Midtown and uh, which was really the closest airport to where I was staying. Um, And I stayed in a Spring Hill Suites by Marriott in Midtown. Okay, Let me say, this is like you know how I always say I like to stay at Best Westerns because I I tricked the system and I got diamond status through my job, and I've just been able to maintain it all this time, and I like to go to Best Westerns because there's usually microwaves and refrigerators and and a breakfast. This is Marriott's line of, of hotels that is probably comparable to a Best Western because it has a microwave, it has a refrigerator, it has a continental breakfast, and... Um, but it's still very nice. It's a very nice spot. Um, I got there. They only had one room left. And I got there at like 11 in the morning. And I called ahead of time. I was like, please, can I check in early? Because I'm so tired. Because I, I left. I, went to, I got to the airport at 3 a.m. Uh, Central time. No. And I landed in New York at like 10.50 uh Eastern time. So I was fucking tired. And I was like, please, please, please let me check in early. They're like, we have one room left. So if you're here within the next 15 minutes, you can have that room. I was like, bet, I'm on my way. I'm gonna take that room. So when I got there, they were like, We're sorry. Um, we only have an ADA compliant room. So it's gonna be a little bit different than the room you probably were expecting, but it's available now. It's on the eighth floor you have a little bit of a view because you have a window facing the front of the place and stuff like that. And I was like, I'll take it. Thank you. But it had me thinking because while I think I'm going to air this episode ahead of the, of the episode we recorded last time, the guest that we had on, on that one, Quadzilla, she said, I, I was saying that I tend to, I want to be evaluating the ADA rooms for the sake of our, our referral and our resources guide. I go, but I feel guilty as a, as a person who doesn't have um, mobility disabilities um taking up those types of spaces and she said we kind of need you to do it ahead of time because we might get there and it's too late it's too late so uh, why this is one person (laughs) granting me that kind of permission the points uh quadzilla was making was very important was very you you know made sense right yeah um You know she may have gotten there or you may have gotten there if you if you're further along in your situation and it might not have worked out for you and so it really was a good idea for me to check it out first so it was kind of like accidentally lucky that i ended up in this room almost right after quadzilla and i you know right explained that to me and i was like okay good point because part of me doing this travel ahead of you and i traveling together is to kind of start you know i i don't have as many restrictions um, physically. So mm. this will be an opportunity for me to be like, okay, this is a safe space. Let me tell you, I've decided that's my spot. If I, when I go back to New York, I'm definitely going to go back to that place when I go back into New York. It was nice. It was very nice it, in terms of location. Being in Midtown is good for me because you're not too far away from times square. If you want to do the tour shit, I wasn't too far away from Javits center. Uh, it was like a 20 minute subway ride to get to Javits center for comic con. Um, but if I wanted to go uptown or downtown, I'm halfway in the middle. Like I'm literally, I was literally halfway in the middle of the city. So it was like perfect location. And the hotel was great. And the, the customer service was really great. Like the staff was really great. Um, it was a, it was a really good spot. So uh, I had a, I had a, a, a room on the eighth floor front facing. So I had one of the few windowed windows. Rooms. Do you have video? Yes, I do have it. I don't have it handy we because ju- we just I can't. Need- okay. Yeah, I should. So I, like, maybe as
1: we're talking about this, you'll. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe you do, maybe. You do your editing magic. Uh, I'll figure some that. Uh, okay.
0: But yeah, so um, so yeah, the uh, I, I sent it to you. I, I like texted it to you while I was yeah, walking around of of the room. Um, it was she. She did mention it was one of the few windowed windowed rooms, and um, and so I did have a, a front facing, so I could see the street. And and things like that. Um, it's not like it was a, fin- a fantastic New York view, but it was nice to have a big window, um, and I could open the window. You know, they have those. I think they're called suicide windows where you could you can, you open, can open them, it, but right. you can't open them deep enough to get out. But it's just enough to get outside air, uh, which yeah. I did use a couple of times. Um, so it was just it was just a really nice spot. It had a low pro- platform bed, so the bed yeah. wasn't super high, and I didn't even realize that actually until Quadzilla said something about it too. I was like, oh yeah. Hotel beds are really high. Even I like leap into them sometimes because I'm 5'4". I'm not a tall person. Mm-hmm. Um, so sometimes I am trying to get in um, in the beds weird. But this was a low platform bed. It had a, um, a, a barn door to the bathroom, slider door. So um, you didn't have to open in or out. You didn't have to maneuver that way. And then it had the um, open shower, the walk-in shower. And the bathroom itself was a wet room yep. so that if the water came out it came of the out. shower, it, it drained inside the bathroom as well. Very cool. Did you see bars? I think there were bars. There were bars on the toilet and the bathroom <clears throat> stall or, or and the shower stall. It also had a seat in the shower stall. Nice. As well. I think
1: it, it went down or no, it had a.
0: It, it just, it was just there. Oh Well, you know what? I didn't actually even check and see if it flipped up. It probably <laughs> it probably flipped up, but it's not my, not mindful. I didn't even think about that. Actually. I was just like, Oh, that's where the chair sits. It sits there. The only thing I would say that was noticeable to me in, in making my attempt to be very observant was that it did have one of those showers that you could take off the, the thing, you know, the detachable cord type, but that part was so high up that I imagine if you are in a wheelchair or you're sitting on that thing, you might not have been able to pull it up. But you can you can shift the cord so that you would have the water pouring on, on you if you okay. were on the seat. Um, but if you are like me and you like to get into your crevices.
1: Yeah. You mean. Um, for the, those who clean. Be- yes. Below so, their knees.
0: Yeah. For people who clean below you. For people who do <clears throat> things other than just letting water run down your body. Yeah. Um, I like to take the thing off and I like to get into my bits, get into my bits
1: Get into Lift the bit. Up
0: the breasts, you know all that kind of stuff uh so you know uh, just thinking about like and i even kind of did i <laughs> i i put a um a towel down on the seat because i didn't want to sit my bare naked ass on the seat so I put a towel down on the seat even though it made the seat the towel wet i sat on the towel and then i tried to like try to reach and stuff like that and you know for me i have more mobility so i was able to do it but i feel like if you really are restricted or if you're if you're dealing with uh full or semi paralysis in your leg area it would have probably i wouldn't have had that difficulty extra, you know so maybe it should have been one that was like a little bit lower down yeah or lower. like a double one because i've seen that even yeah. at a best western where there's a double one and you could pull the lower one down well, off no, yeah that's you know um, what?
1: and that might be something we can give them feedback on yeah
0: so i think that's something that i will do in a mm-hmm. review to them because i other than that like i again and this is my observation as a person who doesn't need the space but is trying to actively pay attention to see if that space is good for people um i i have i have no complaints in that respect um it uh, it was a really good room and a really good space and honestly as like i i've never i've never seen the kind of walk-in shower that was just a no ridge i've seen the walk-in showers because remember when i was in um anaheim it did have a walk-in shower but it had a lit so you would still have to transfer from the floor of the bathroom into the floor of the shower because there was a lip there. Oh, right. And this right. one didn't have that lip. And I was like, even seeing it like that, I was like, even for me, I would like to have a shower like that. Cause I fall down, I trip all, I trip all the time. Uh, all the time. You know I what I like am saying? Sli- I like to slip and slide. That's my you know favorite what I'm saying? And so I was road. like, like, even I would design a place that had a shower like that going forward. So it was a, a nice little chance to see a shower like that in action. Um, so yeah, the room was great. Um, it did have a microwave, it had a refrigerator, so I was able to keep, um, food like, cause I eat frequently, but not a lot in one sitting. And, um, and so I was able to order food and just, you know, reheat it over the time and, and stuff like that, which was what I like to do. That's why I like rooms with, with microwaves. And, and when you stay in a place for five days, you don't want to eat out every single night, like, or at least I, I was, I'm on a budget, so I, the dinner that I got for my first day there was my dinner, my second day. And then after that, I got another meal and, you know, I was able to, I was able to spread it out that way. Um, so yes, that was, that was very good. Wednesday was the day that I flew in. I got in there. I did rest. I didn't really sleep like I wanted to. I did rest. Uh, and then I went to my first Broadway show ever. (gasps)
1: I am so excited to hear about
0: that. Yeah, thank you for this, too, because I was talking about this before we went before I went and you you were like, yes, do this, do this, please. And sent me money for it. So I got to go see the piano lesson on Broadway, which was in previews, actually, on Broadway with Samuel L. Jackson, my dad. Latanya Richardson, my stepmom, is the director. She she wasn't in the play, but she directed it uh john david washington my future um second husband when i become a polyandrous, uh danielle brooks and um actually ray fisher was in it as well he's not one of the named three people but he was cyborg Ooh, yeah. in the recent he played cyborg. oh okay he was really good, too. I was, I was glad to see him. And it's funny because he's a friend of a friend. So it's one of those things like I don't know him, but I I know I know, I know more about him because he's yeah. a friend of a friend and stuff like that. So it was just like it was one of those things where I saw him and I was like, hey, Ray. oh, wait, I don't know. Ray. Um, yeah. Uh, plus, he's like in the picture with a, one of my friends, like he's in pictures on Instagram, with one of my friends, a bunch and stuff like that, too. So you like feel like you get used to someone's face mm-hmm. and like, you know them, but you don't know them. Uh, but everybody did a really good job. It was a really, really beautiful play. I had, I had decent seats. I was in the orchestra down low so I could see the whole, the whole set, the whole stage. And I was basically like, what, 30 to 40 feet away from my dad for the first time in my life. Um, for the audience who doesn't know me, I'm not Samuel L. Jackson's child. <laughs> I tell people I'm Samuel L. Jackson's child. Yeah. Uh, you can't prove he's not my father. Um, but don't go up to him and be like, you got a secret miss daughter. No, he doesn't have to I used to work with his daughter on a TV show, but I always avoided getting to know her better because I didn't want to be the person that became friends with or that people thought I was becoming friends with her because I was obsessed with her father. I'm just obsessed with (laughs) Samuel Jackson. That's it.
1: And Um, not in that way. Like you really like that's my dad.
0: Yeah. Like I've been saying he was my dad since I was like 15. I have been obsessed with him my whole life. I I really, really have um, loved him forever uh, especially like reading about how he went through his uh childhood stutter which is why he says motherfucker all the time um if he felt the stutter come on he would say motherfucker and it helped get him out of yeah, the stutter, kind of stutter. Yeah. which i think is like the cutest excuse to to having a foul mouth ever was one of my favorite things um so yeah i got a chance to finally see him in person unfortunately he didn't come through the Stage door like like John David and Danielle did. Danielle actually like took time and like said thank. Like she didn't touch mm-hmm. anybody or take pictures, but she was just like thank you, thank you for like the show, thank you. Um, a white woman did white woman when I was there, but okay. other than that, <laughs> other than that, it was a whole good experience. Until we were all waiting at the side door for the actors to come out after the show, these two white women kept pushing in and they they stepped on my foot. They stepped on me, and there was a black woman next to them who would look at me like. She didn't notice that I was pushing her. She thought I was just taking it. So she was looking at me like, why are you taking it? And then finally, the white woman tips. Because what I was doing was I had my hand, like she kept pushing into me. So I had my hand like this and I kept slowly moving my hand forward until, and she didn't realize what was happening, but she just kept adjusting. And then finally, I had gotten my hand so much closer, she finally tipped and then she looked back and I'm like, you are all over me. Cause I wasn't, I waited for her to turn and make eye contact with me. And she goes, I'm so sorry. I'm just trying to see. I'm like, I'm trying to see also the problem is that you just cut in front of me and then right. stepped all over stepped me and on, didn't on apologize. Step. Right. Yeah, rude. And, um, and the, 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 girl next to them too was like, yeah, you just all over her. Like you cut in front of her, like leave her. she's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So then she ends up asking who was that first gentleman who walked through? And that pissed me off because I know what she's saying is I'm a white woman who doesn't know which black people I just saw. And um, I said, the star of the show, the black girl next to me started to say the name. And I look at her and I'm like, the star of the show. That's who that was. And uh, and she goes, yeah, but who was it? And I said, it's weird that you don't know, because I'm feeling like if we're all here, the name is all over the building. The name is all over the program. Why don't you know who you've seen is what I'm thinking. And she goes, well, I didn't see the show and i said that's even worse i'm like we paid to see this show you Mm -hmm. cut in front of me to see an actor you don't even know who he is why are you here taking up space (laughs) and she just looks at me like and so at that point the black girl realizes i i'm i got this so she just she just like took like she she just like you know moved and left but i was like you, I said, not only did you, you step all over me and shit, you were taking up space of people like us who paid to see these people who we wanted to see. And she mm-hmm. goes, I still don't know who the actor was. And I was like, you're a problem. What? Why and does that away. have to fucking... <laughs> because she wasn't even listening. At that point, she's no, not even realizing she was taking not. up white woman space. And, we were... and at the end of the day, she still cared more about what she didn't know, what she wanted to yeah. know, she was than what I had herself. to say. Yeah, yes. she was
1: setting herself at uh, rather than listening and doing better. Yeah. That. So
0: I walked off in a huff. Um and uh because that she, was the end of it anyway. And um, she went off to go get
1: a pumpkin latte. Probably pumpkin spot latte with her uggs and um or
0: step on some other um brown other person's shoes. Person for, yeah. Um so yeah, so that was that was my first night. I got I got myself back on the subway to my hotel. It took me two days to finally go on the correct side of the street for my subway every time. Like, I would start to go down the wrong way and then go back up the stairs and go back down to the other side because you got to know, am I going uptown or downtown? It um, took me two days until I finally started going on this correct side of the street for the subway every time. Um, but that was my first night there. It was a really good night. And then what New York Comic Con does is they actually mail you your badges before you get there so you don't have to go mm-hmm. through Will Call if if you ordered it in advance. So I already had my badge. I didn't have to do shit but show up, which was great cuz I mean I got right in Thursday morning, which was the first day of the con. And um and besides like showing my bag and stuff like that, I just walked right in. I okay. Okay. Having just come from Dragon Con, which from what I hear is the large like I've heard that it's the largest con in um in the United Met States. The Z- yeah. Oh, yeah. It's hard to say that it's not because it's spread out over so many um, hotels and venues. It's five or six hotels and venues and then multiple floors. So it is probably the case that it is the largest one. But it's really hard to... You, it, and it feels big when you're there. But the second you walk into the hall for comic, for New York Comic Con, you feel how big new york comic con is this is me standing it's i know it's far away but this is me standing in the middle behind behind my face is all the way to the wall in one direction and it's very far away and then if i flip around it's very far away far away too. so you were yeah like,
1: so this is a so massive- it's,
0: it's it's pretty massive it's mm-hmm. a huge it's a huge i'm um, sorry where is the venue again this is at the Javits Center in um New York so it's I'm off gonna, the I'm it's like off like the Javits. river and and everything like that and it is massive um I'm looking at, I'm looking at good golly it's that a is huge huge gigantic. place yeah so like um this this is oh you can't really see how big the place is from this image um there there's just like it yeah. literally is between like a hu- this is huge it's huge. blocks it's multiple, it's multiple multiple blocks blocks yeah yeah it's huge and you feel how small you are like immediately um God, all these, this is so much i'll show you like when you're outside in the lobby area here's another little picture so this is this is like the outside lobby before you walk into the exhibit hall look at that cosplay that I am is, never going to be that good. Isn't it nutty? Like, it's, I am like never some of them are crazy. Ugh. you just you just got to do a different thing. But like, what's behind? So where you see Mayfair witches and stuff um, up at the top, these big huge banners. Yeah, that's upstairs, and that's when you first walk in, you see these huge TV show and film banners that that are clearly like given how big it looks in this image and how far away it is. It's there I can clearly massive. read that. Um, yeah, you can clearly read it. that stairwell that isn't that's kind of like right um, back where the blue side, the top of the blue sign is right there. Okay. That's mm-hmm. a divided stairwell that on one side says heroes and on the other side says villains. And you go, it's like villains this way, heroes this way. It's really cool. And then over here under where it says Artist Alley, that big poster that you go down, down like that's into where... I- artist alley is yeah okay um but where i just showed the picture prior that was the exhibit hall that's on the upper level that's just that's just all the vendors so down below is all the artists and up above is all the vendors and then in the opposite direction from where like if you were to keep walking um like if you're the fox and you're walking towards the me taking the photo you keep walking that direction it's another mile and you get to the the panel hall So it's all in one big building, but it's it's so much walking. It's so you're so far away from everything Um, It's pretty wild. And it's just a lot, a lot of people. So my first day I went to I got to see. um, uh, I went to a panel of some of a cosplayer that I follow named Bishop Cosplay, and she was on his panel uh she was dressed as Miss Fizzle. I know her. Mrs. Fizzle. Um, well, I follow her and I share her, so maybe you've seen her. But her she her her she is um oh shoot. What is her cosplay name? I should have had this popped in my head, but I forgot. Um I got to see a ton of cosplayers that I follow, so it was it was a lot of fun. So
1: while you're looking things up,
0: um, so
1: was the con like vaccinated? I don't know how is New York. So New York
0: did require masks everywhere, but they required in the way of like, as you're walking in, people are telling you put on your mask. Here's a mask. da But like, as soon as people walked away from those people, you know, masks were coming off. Um, so it's, it, it was like, it was as, it was as reinforced as it possibly could be. So the person in this picture is, uh, Lysette Lewis. Uh, she goes by sailor ecstasy cosplay. and she does like rainbow bright she does like a lot of stuff from like our our era um i think uh, i i
1: saw her on her rainbow bright it made me so fucking happy. yeah
0: yeah so she did miss frizzle the day i saw her she did rainbow bright she did um uh what else did she do she did a character from steven in the universe uh she she did a mario uh she did bowser and stuff like that like she she was pretty she was a a pretty cool um cosplayer but that was that one um let's see and then i saw oh this is my second day so i'm jumping the gun but this is moon i was in cosplay this is a hybrid batman joker which yep. you remember i was telling you how i yes. kind of want to do this too so that's why i took a picture with her um but let's see let's go back to the first day so the first day and this is all spoiler oh here's a picture of me when, or the, uh, this is a picture of where i was sitting when i was at the piano listen oh you had a good had really good fucking seats because that that's Good. You could have yeah. touched. You could touched your dad. I was, yeah, I was like, what, ten rows back or fifteen rows back or something like that. I, it was really, really good seats. Um, but so this is when I first walk into the exhibit hall. Before, before you get into the exhibit hall, you see the Funko thing, uh, which was you could you rode, you walked, you stayed in a line all the way around. I never got in it because the line was way too long to get exclusive Funkos. But that was right as you enter um, the building. Just another big. This was a steampunk Batman cosplayer that walked past that I barely snapped before. Um, oh. I have to hand it to you, people. That doesn't sound right, but you tra- you, you, you 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 cosplay people. Oh. <laughs> so, I loved the Garbage Pail Kids. The Garbage Pail Kids was one of the themes that they had going on, and so they were walking this guy around. So I ran in front of him just so I could get a picture of him. Because if you're born in if you're born in the late '70s, early '80s, you were all about that garbage-pail kid life.
1: I wait. You know what the thing is? Like, it's considered one of the worst movies of all time. But I remember loving that movie when I was a child. <laughs> I loved that movie. So anyway, okay.
0: <gasps> this is when I went down into Artist Alley. This is Stephanie Williams. She is the current writer of Nubia, Queen of the Amazons, for DC. Um, That right there below at the bottom is the living heroes, which I'm sending you a copy of this. This is the book I give to people all the time because it's one of my favorite things. It's like certain heroes from Marvel, if they were living single, if they were the actresses in living single, like if they were the characters in living single. Um, So it's uh, Monica Rambeau, Storm, uh, Riri Williams and She-Hulk um jennifer walters all living together uh so that's this but i know stephanie i've known her online and and through interviews for my other for my comic book shop back when i owned golf Coast cosmos and uh she's going to be on blurred comics coming up soon as well so we've known each other we we've been chit-chatting for a while and this was the first time we were going to be in the same city so i went down to go see her i did get a copy the hard copy of nubia and the amazons for which she signed for me um, because obviously I have the I have a soft copy. That's uh, so cool. Yeah, so I cool, got to cool. see her for the first time. Okay, keep it going, keep it keep going. It Where going. you
1: can... Why can't I see any cute pictures of you? Don't I... the internet wants to see you? No, okay. No, I'll, I mean I'll people?
0: get. I'll, I'm trying to get them in order of the days oh, I see, that I, I see, was I there. Um, I think what this is this was... purple one? This one, I think. Hi. Oh, this is when I was there With at the, theater. the the theater. So that was the first night there. This guy. Oh, so he was a Galactus, and that's a Doom. Yeah, or she was a Galactus and that's Doc, a Doom. That's a Doom. Um, this is like Doom? outside, so you you've already come in through the entrance, and you can come back outside in this area that's like walled for, off, like for smokers. This is where like the f- or- smokers or the food, like um, the outdoor food bins and stuff like that, they're out here. Um, that's where <clears> they are. This is Bishop cosplay. So I saw him at DragonCon, but I didn't I didn't talk to him, but I follow him, but I commented on uh, something he did where he was posing next to a person who is dressed up. So he dresses up as Bishop from the X-Men normally. And um, he was dressed up as Bishop from X-Men when I was at Dragon Con. But he was kneeling at the foot of a person dressed up as Holy Bishop, as in Bishop from the X-Men, but Pope style. And so someone tagged me in that photo and uh, my friend tagged me in that photo. And I said, I didn't see, I said, I missed the Holy Bishop, but I saw the regular Bishop this is who I was referring to as regular Bishop. And I just meant like regular Bishop outfit, but he jumps in and he was like, I know you're not calling me regular Bishop. I'm just regular. I wasn't impressive enough." (laughs) So we're like going back and forth in the thing. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that. And he's cracking up and stuff. So when I found out that he was going to be at New York comic con, I'm like, I'm going to go see his panel. So after his panel was over, I walked up to him and I was like, I called you regular Bishop on the internet and he just hugged me so big and he was like, <laughs> we're going to be friends. So he's like, give me your phone. He takes yeah. my phone. He goes to my Facebook app and he adds me as a as, him as my friend. Awesome. He's like, we're going to be real life friends now. You made me laugh when I was at work one day. So we, you know, we hugged up, we took this picture or whatever. Um, yeah, and, and that's he, uh, Star Trek circa, like yeah. I want to say Star Trek 4. Yeah. I'm not Oosh. sure which Star Trek it was, but he was that's what the car he was wearing that day. So his panel was him, his wife, and um Lizette Lewis. Uh, I have a picture of the panel somewhere here. They, you know, nothing went in order, so it's just like it is what it is. I will just have to search for it. You see my my pedometer. Um, because yeah, like <laughs> um, I was like, How many steps did I do today? You uh, thought, and you got to meet Ebony Warrior too. Now. Well, you, Ebony Warrior, I've met in person at Dragon Con. He at Dragon wasn't Con. at New York Comic Con, but we've oh, known yeah. each other for years. Uh, we yeah. just never met, met in person. Met at, you actually officially met. Okay. Yeah, we officially met at Dragon Con. And um, if you
1: guys aren't following um, Ebony Warrior or any of the other uh, people mentioned. Uh, I'll I'll, I'll do a list.
0: I'll, ta- I'll tag in all the people that we show. So this is my note from Stephanie Williams on my hardcover that I bought. I am an Amazon, which for someone with a short man's conflict, I really appreciate being called an Amazon. <laughs> you are short but mighty. I, I have I have a full ass. No, go, no, Don't go by! Don't go by! Go! Don't what, 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 Well, that's the fourth day. I was gonna. I'm oh, gonna get, okay, I'm okay, building, okay, okay. I'm building. You're I'm, building, building, building okay. I'm building up to my excitement. Okay. I'm building up to. Okay, so this is what I wanted to show you, so you could see kind of like the that hall, is... the entry hall. So,
1: they build this. No, that. Come it's standard, that's just, but that's just they just add it, they top. just okay. put
0: all this stuff up. So, so when you walk what do they in,
1: normally use this for? Is it normally just for conventions?
0: It's the conventions, it's a that's convention it. center. Yeah, wow, they must yeah.
1: be booked all the time. It's then.
0: pretty massive, like, and honestly, like, I even okay, so I've been to, I'm just gonna say, um, yeah, it's gonna sound like braggy, but I'm not bragging. I've been to many a Comic-Con. I've been to San Diego a couple of times. I've been to LA a couple of times. I've been to WonderCon. I've been to San Francisco. I've been to Boston. I've been to a couple of them. In Texas. Klexicon. Was, Klexicon. Yeah. I've been to DragonCon. I've been to a lot of cos- uh, Comic-Cons. I love Comic-Cons. It's my... I'm not sure that I can answer the question. I would prefer a, like a relaxing vacation over a Comic-Con vacation. I, would, I, would, I want to go to Comic-Cons. I want to go to Comic-Cons all over the world. I just haven't done an international one yet. London, I would like to try to squeeze in London, but that's like in two We're going to do Mexico first. We'll that's do Mexico, we're gonna yeah. We're going to do Mexico City. I want to do Japan. I really want to do London. I really want to do, like, I want to go all over the world. New York. My favorite one so far. Like, I, I thought Dragon Con was kind of my favorite, but I felt claustrophobic at Dragon Con sometimes. New York Comic Con, as big as it was and as many people as there was, I fucking had a blast. I, I was by myself, too. I just had such a good time. I fucking loved it, it. It looked like fun, you know. I hear what you're saying. Like,
1: I I don't know if I'll ever do Disneyland again. I, but anyway, it it's like it's a lot of stuff. But maybe I think the way I could probably handle a con is making sure that I have downtime.
0: You need to have downtime. So I did look. I didn't go to it, but I did look. They have a quiet room at New York Comic Con for when you are over simulated. Oh, yeah. Well, that is
1: fair. that's a little bit more inclusive. Thank you.
0: Yeah, All so right. it's re- it's really great. I did. I I happened upon it. I, I was kind of surprised by it, but I was like, oh shit! New York Comic Con has a quiet room, which leads me to think that it's possible. This was the Daily Bugle. They built a whole these installations in this exhibit hall were huge. That was like a two story building. Daily Bugle. This is fun. <laughs> it was so much fun. I. But- um overall were people nice? i mean th- there were people all over the place you know most people would apologize if you bumped into them or they would you know whatever that's a cat woman that's right cat- there that's
1: amazing
0: um you see this is a fine-ass dr uh, strange who goes by fine-ass
1: dr strange
0: yeah i mean because i i personally as a character dr strange is not one of my favorite characters but um i saw him he goes by wavy boy rob robert wilson um he's beautiful so i saw him and i was like can i take a picture with you <laughs> um i thought he was pretty so there's that there's the uh so but that's my second day so if leading into the second day thursday i ended up meeting up with a friend of mine that i just know in new york and um we hadn't seen each other we l- knew each other in la well here's the only picture i could find so randomly this guy who looks just the fuck like uh abraham lincoln showed up at this con at this thing like they were switching out and he showed up and he looks just the fuck like Though, that's not Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> you look just the fuck like him. Um, it's pretty wild. But um It's the, so interesting to see people's choices. Yeah. The way the things that people decide to do as a cosplay, I I some of them I wouldn't think of, and I just would see it and I would get so excited. Um so second day. Oh, so this made me really excited because I love classic. 1960s uh, Joker. I love Caesar Romero. I love that he, as an actor, did not refuse to shave his mustache and just said, "You're just going to paint on top of the mustache." So when I saw this cosplayer, I fucking squealed because he has the mustache with white paint yeah. on it. He yeah. looks so much like Caesar Romero. No, it looks like. And does he do this? I think does that's he a- do this
1: as a cosplay? Like, does he do it all Like, does he have a? I don't, I
0: don't know. So. Cause I just saw him and I was like, I need to take a picture with you. So he took this picture with me and we, and then he walked and so, away.
1: As someone who's never been to a con, you just, you, you politely come up to somebody and say, just, I, I love your cosplay. We, you May just get I take excited.
0: You're like, can I take a picture with you? And some okay. people are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll take a picture. And so then some is, people are like,
1: no. Yeah. And that, and we respect that.
0: This is my friend, Mike, a friend I've had on the internet for many years and never met in person. I call him half a big Mike Mike because he's half Arabic, just like my husband. Um, We are podcast play cousins. He hosts, he co-hosts a show called Why So Serious with my other friends, Brandon and Devin. And um, I had an extra Comic-Con badge because the friend that was going to come with me did not end up coming with me. So I sold that badge to him for his friend so all of his friends could come so we met for the first time in person on this day and i handed him his badge so um, that's
1: phenomenal he's yeah, a,
0: that's a very attractive man he's too. a cute little guy look at, yeah. look
1: at look at all these people that go he, around you everyone around kid. you um is is very attractive and then um they're the old woman white troll uh, <laughs> okay
0: Here, this is me um, laying in my bed in the hotel room that's really pretty yeah you are very pretty, but the light is very pretty. It's nice. It was like a nice little, it was like a good little morning. And I was like, I'm gonna take a picture with this window. Um, you know, what was really great is how good these windows are. Because when I had the window open, you could hear all the construction in the city, oh. all the city sounds. Oh, nice. I, So I closed that window. You couldn't hear the city sounds. It was really uh, Now, how, and you were there four days, five, four five days? Five days altogether. Five days,
1: I'll tell you. Five days of
0: con. Four days of con. Five days because I went a day early. And then I, le- I mean, I let—I got there Wednesday. Wednesday was not a con day, but I just wanted to be there to see people that I knew. Um, I had some guests of militantly mixed that live in New York that I just arranged to see at either like coffee shops or dinner or whatever. Um, so Wednesday was a non-con day. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday were all con days. And then I left um, Monday mid-afternoon. Okay. This was day 2 of of New York Comic Con. I was dressed as uh, Shinobu Kocho from the Demon Slayer anime. All of these people here are also dressed up in Demon Slayer anime character and we would find each other and then we would holler at each other and all take pictures and as we were taking pictures more people from a dra- Demon Slayer would walk up and we'd add them to the photo. I've started watching that so. I it's one of my favorite things. So this okay. um He's he's doing the, hey, the water. So, yeah. It's a water form. <laughs> Thank you. So in, in the anime, oh, his um in the anime, his sword turns into water as he's slicing through things. And so That's he just has a sword, a fake sword that actually had the water, the water flip. Oh, this was also the first day. This is Caden Phoenix. She was on my panel at Colexicon for a queer representation in comics. Um, she has this, uh, she has several comic books, but she has, uh, the pictures that are behind her are from her new book, which is the very first all Latina, Ooh. um, superhero story. So I'm going to take that out for a second and put this up. So this is her book, Ala Brava. Oh, okay. And it's, it's, um, superheroes. It's all Latina superheroes um so she was on my panel when I when I moderated the panel at um Calexicon back in August and she was at the con so I ran up and I I ended up hanging out at her booth for a part of Thursday like I just sat there at her booth with her and ch- chatted with her so she's going to be on Blurred Comics coming up soon too but um I got a chance to see her which you know I had only seen her a month prior but you know that's cool uh so yeah the more I you'll see like as I'm sitting here more people will start to pop up. You'll see these these people in pictures with me a lot because we're standing somewhere and then, you know, we're taking pictures and then more people would show up. And so we would just add to the group. We would tell people to take more pictures with us and stuff like that. So that's why I have so many pictures with them because they were all dressed in the same thing. Now, this was my, I made little, she, she, does, she does things with butterflies. Um, I dressed as this character because she's the character I relate to the most. Plus, she has purple hair. Um, she she does she kills by poison on her blade. Um, uh, so I added these little butterflies for the picture because she does things with butterflies. Um, but that's that's the cosplay that I did on the first day. I thought this was going to be like, I thought like, of course, some people in, 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 um, in Demon Slayer and stuff would want to take pictures and stuff like that. But I didn't think it was going to be that big of a hit. Here's a, here's another one. This is when we add more people. That's awesome. All these are all characters. I love the James guy to. with the sword and the it's just so perfect. Yeah, he's perfect. just swimming. like yeah, we're just having fun. We're just like we just, just clanned nice. up, you know, like um Um it Dragon the
1: Dragon Slayer uh is is very very popular. Yes,
0: yeah, it's my fa it's my favorite current um it- it's is one of it, my favorite current. Is it something that's been made
1: recently into a show, but it it mm-hmm. does exist someplace else?
0: Yeah, it was a manga beforehand, um, okay. and then it became a show. So we're, we're just waiting on season. This I think it is, really counts as season three, season four. This a is bike. Yeah, so I actually it's this is this is how weird and small a world the nerd world is. I saw this on the third day of the con. This is a guy who built a bike. He's got the little Grogu. Um, I'm gonna play it. You're and allowed
1: make- to bring that in
0: because you're a cosplayer as long as you as long as you apply as like a professional or whatever okay. they would let you have big contraptions in because you have to have them like approved and things like that. Oh okay. So um I was at PodFest on Sunday, which was a podcast fest, a little mini conference for podcasters. And one of the guys there, I had told him I had just come from Comic-Con because I went to Comic-Con in the morning. I went to podcast in the afternoon on Sunday. And he goes, a friend of mine is dressed as a the Mandalorian there. He's got a whole bike and everything. And so I pulled my phone up and I was like, this guy? And he's like, yeah, that's my friend. Um So... Yeah, like people go all out. Like there's some people whose cosplay is really, really impressive. I wanted to show this is another angle of um, this is how you can see the whole hallway that leads you. I'm going up an escalator right now. Um, so you are. OK,
1: so it's several floors. Yeah, Obviously, I'm going. That's a photo. Shoot. I'm
0: going up an escalator towards the panel hall. But if okay. what I'm looking at right here on this freeze frame is the is like the. The lobby area that leads you. So if you go down those stairs that are underneath that um, Welcome Home Heroes sign, then you would go into Artist Alley. And if you go all the way to the far end of that building and up, that's how you get into the exhibit hall on that second floor and exhibits
1: are are where we uh they do like the uh, that's where where like
0: the no the exhibit hall is where there's like the vendor booths the comic uh, the comic book shops the uh, makeup artists uh, all all the purchasing stuff yeah that's where you do all that where i'm heading up so you can see like as as we're going i'm going up Mm -hmm. um i'm going into the panel hall and then that right there was the selfie booth or oh. what they call it, the solo booth, so you could take your cosplay photos down here. Of, That's cool for a price, I'm sure. Yeah, professionals would take pictures of you when you're with your cosplay, or wearing your cosplay. Um, but yeah, so I went to a couple of um, panels and things like that. And um, this is, do you oh. have a favorite panel? Um, I think it. Well, I think it's the one I did on the very last day, which is the Women of Marvel panel. Um, women of Marvel is a podcast I've been listening to for many, many years. And it actually um, the podcast itself was born out of this panel here at, at New York comic-con years ago. So this is more of the Marvel panel. This is um, I did two Marvel panels, but this is women in Marvel. um, So this is how far away I was sitting um, and to watch it. It filled in like a lot of these are reserved up front. This is the pot, the podcast. uh... It's a podcast for, for Marvel. these are the women who work at Marvel. Oh, okay. There's a many women that work at Marvel. And then some of these people are actual writers and stuff who have books and things like okay. that. Um. So here's another view of it. That's the women of Marvel signage or whatever after people started showing up. So a lot of these up front were. Okay. So Marvel did this. These, these seats in the first five rows are all ADA. Lovely. reserved. Lovely. So if you were with a person who needed assistance, you could sit there. But other than that, they... Uh, designated that area so like if people had wheelchairs they would move the chairs out of the way so that they could push it in or whatever but this was how the big room for Marvel panels that were like this that the first five rows that's why I sat so far back um, because otherwise I would have been right there in front screaming at Angelique Roche who is the host of the um, the the thing I'm obsessed with Angelique Roche she works at, at Marvel uh, she is responsible for the uh, Marvel Voices uh, both mm-hmm. podcast and anthology comic um she also knows someone else who I know in terms of comic book creation, Vita Ayala. So when I went up to her, I was like, I've I discovered you through Vita. I actually know Vita. And they they were like excited. They're like, Oh, Vita's the best person. I was like, I know, I love Vita. So this is so we I got a chance to just meet and talk with her because I I I I love her. I'm obsessed with her, but I also kind of wanted to like fake my way into a friendship by being like, I know Vita. <laughs> um yeah. So that's 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 what I was doing. That's what I was doing there, um, and then Saturday. Oh, I also went to the Ultraman um, uh, panel, and they this it was all a whole bunch of like um, they were talking about the other animes that are coming out all related to the same group, and so I saw a lot of um, I saw a lot of uh, stuff that's coming out in terms of um, anime stuff. This was just a, an installation. This also was about two two stories tall behind me of gojira i love that th- you remember when we were
1: younger and you couldn't have your nerd fly flag your mm-hmm. nerd flag fly you like, just get to be a nerd this- here you just had to be in the closet about it and yeah. now it's like this it's just so internets were old yeah it's, okay? it's pretty it's pretty so fun if you're in your 20s or even your 30s, you don't know what we're you don't talking know, you about. You don't know
0: how weird this is to be this able to be this This is very parody. weird. Uh, so on a sad note, there was a sad thing that happened. And I, I, I hate to tell, uh, say this, but I was dressed as Joker Loki, a.k.a. Jokey, on my on Saturday. This was the cosplay that I was dressed as. But I attended the memorial for um, uh, Kim jong ji who's this amazing artist who was on his way to New York comic-con and he died on the way to New York comic-con they had a memorial impromptu Jim Lee very famous comic book creator was there speaking a whole the whole panel were people who loved Jim uh who loved Kim Jong-ji was it Um, an accident did he I, I think was it was it something just... heart related or something like that. But that's him in the center with the glasses, the bald head. That's Kim Jong-ji oh. who passed. This was his um, business partner who was also worked in, as his translator. This is his team. Um, but there was a bunch of people that were there to mourn. Oh, was because... it? Actually, he was on my list of people I wanted to go to their booth to get he a chance to so meet.
1: Young. He's
0: 47 years old. He's not. We're three years apart in age. So he was flying back from he was flying from New York or from London to New York for New York Comic Con and once he got here he immediately was rushed to the hospital and he died at the hospital. So New York Comic Con kept his booth active so that people had a place to mourn. So they people were putting flowers on his booth and everything in Artist Alley. And then on Saturday they were able to create a space so that we could do a we could have a memorial. So I attended the memorial. I just felt really awkward because I was dressed as joker loki <laughs> oh during well i mean we we're at a con i know so. there was there was other people dressed in con and honestly funny, i mean i don't know him but i'm pretty sure he'd dig it he'd probably laugh a little bit but yeah, yeah. so there's a it was just a place to place mo- to mourn for him and uh his um, art is amazing i'm gonna put a link in the show notes for this as well so that people can see what his art is and he had an eidetic memory and he could pretty much draw anything as it as as he saw it in as real life, it? like he had really what good hand hand to brain coordination, um, and I was excited that this was my first New York. He, like to me, I I associate him with New York Comic Con. So this being my first New York Comic Con, I was very excited. I was going to go see Kim Jong ji and then I so I left Houston at five forty in the morning. I landed in New York at ten fifty five. One of the first things I saw in my feed was we are sorry to let y'all know that Kim jong died on the way to New York. So literally I saw his last post talking about, he was excited about leaving New York, uh, London to come to New York Comic-Con. And then the next post was his people telling us that he had died.
1: I am for his friends, for his family, for his fans. Um, my sincerest condolences. Yeah. Um, it was no. it
0: it was it was sad and I, I did like I, I did attend the memorial because he's someone that I do associate so heavily with Comic Con and, and I was glad that Comic Con made that space for it. Um but here's here's what's wild. I'll tell I'll tell this story to tell the the, the sto- I'll tell this story to tell that story. <laughs>
1: okay. Um
0: I attended one of the Marvel panels on Thursday, which was um with CB uh the the head editor of, of marvel comics right now okay a couple other people were on that panel whose names are escaping me um but they were talking about different aspects of do, working for um oh Umberto is one of them that was there um different, different parts of of what's coming with with marvel and stuff like that right um and during before that before that panel started, uh, the the screens would just play a whole bunch of stuff. So they just like keep you entertained while you're waiting for your panel to start. And mm-hmm. it'd be like other things. So it'd be like um, the the panel for Star Trek or the the thing for uh, Mayfair Wishes or something like that, or just video of people at Comic Con. But then a, a a DC trailer popped up. And so the person ran to the board and like fast forwarded through the DC because we're at a Marvel panel. So they fast forwarded through the, D, the DC trailer stuff, which they didn't turn the screen off. They just fast forwarded through it. So a bunch of us in the audience started laughing because we're just like, oh, you can't do it. You can't show DC at a Marvel panel
1: oh oh you mean like for oh
0: yes because you're out of oh, eddie so like the whoever was on the board was like oh shit and they were trying to fast forward i'm pretty
1: sure then that must have been because disney probably has a rule
0: there probably is a rule about it <laughs> yeah there's a rule. which is funny that they didn't turn off the screen for it but whatever so i tell that story to tell this story okay at, at kim jong-ji's memorial sitting next to cb who was there because he's one of the heads of marvel was the head of dc editor-in-chief jim lee right now um half the panel were uppity up like most of them were creators and artists but but the fact that you had the head editor of dc sitting next to the head editor of marvel and everybody's grieving this is how big a deal how how big kim deal was this yeah yeah and yeah. Then the
1: impact that he made obviously People to were... an entire community and art form
0: Yeah. What was what was a common theme amongst everybody who spoke on uh, about him was I'm actually kind of jealous that there's so many people on this panel because I thought I was his friend. I thought I was his only friend. Like he had an energy for people that was so specific that everybody thought that they were his only friend. And so they were they were like low key mad. (laughs) that there was so many people and like people just kept joining like people kept adding themselves so they had a panel of like seven or eight people but by the time the memorial was over there was like 14 people standing up there or sitting up there because they were real creators and people that were associated with them that wanted to jump in and and share about him and stuff like that so but everybody started out with like he makes you feel like you're the only person in the room, even though some like in the beginning he was meeting people through translator. Like he was, you know, he always had a translator with him, but he started to learn English more and more over time. And every time you'd meet him, he would have more English and stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, everybody kind of had a common story about like I'm, I'm low key pissed off at him right now because I didn't realize you guys were close because he and you I know, were close. The, the world needs
1: more people who have the ability to connect and yeah. it sounds like he was top tier yeah being able to correct, connect
0: yeah he it, like i mean i got a little choked up even just now while we we're talking about him and you're I never making me tense. get choked up i, never I don't even know who he is meet like, him. yeah but he I'm, was I'm sitting here going i gotta my, i don't wanna to. he was really great people um and his art is really crazy and beautiful and wild. Um, but yeah, so that was so Saturday was that I also did the cosplay of the Joker Loki. Um, so this is actually another friend of mine, but one I had met in Meet Space before. This is a Rohan Jolie, who is the founder and creator of the uh Blazian March. Uh, they uh they're they go by a diary of a firebird on um on social media. Uh, they them thought, uh, they them. Ta and Sha are the pronouns because uh, they are of, of Jamaican, Chinese, and Filipino heritage, and so um, a lot of the the um, pronouns that they use are Filipino based because they um, they have more room for for more different genders um, genders in filipino language than we do um so this is my friend my real life friend rohan and um they were able to come to the con on the on saturday and they this
1: this person you said is the founder of
0: the blasian march which is a black asian and blasian solidarity march right um also we did a trans power rally when we were in los angeles so we had a we had a co- a co-march of uh, um, Blasian March and the Trans Power Rally, and uh, it's actually just this weekend was the second year anniversary of the first Blasian March in New York.
1: That is phenomenal, but also I'm like, I'm sitting here being low-key jealous now because I'm I'm like, this person is clearly 14. What are you talking
0: about? <laughs> I mean, they're, they just turned 30, so... Um, but yeah, they do a lot of they There's do a lot no of good work, and um, and and they're one of my favorite people ever. But uh, yeah, I did, love like, the suit.
1: Joker. Love that! Wow! Wow! Great! How phenomenal! Oh, what a stellar smile! The yeah. two
0: of you, stellar smile. <laughs> um, so they're my sweet friend that I got to see in real life. Um, oh, this panel was also a good panel. This was the young uh, the YA graphic novel panel uh you you know young, 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 adult, adult. young adult sorry i'm um, sitting here and... yeah there so go. that so this was the the young adult panel um th- this guy here has written um black panther legends and a couple others they do a be- these two did a beast and raven um i forget the name of her book i forget the name of their book but um i have the i have the thing somewhere i have mm. the what's it called somewhere but anyways um so yeah i did an anime panel i did that like whatever Mostly how many panels did around. you do total i only did like four i think but and but, they last but, about an hour yeah they're all about 45 or they're all about an hour and 15 or hour and 20 or something like that and
1: that i'm assuming includes uh questions
0: yeah q a and stuff like that um so this is actually a video um or this was a well that's my little that's my little friend good um word. yeah <laughs> stacked. stack um I'm, that's I'm my just, little friend I'm just, I'm, I'm just doing this there is a vi- <laughs> <clears throat> there is a video i don't have it here i guess i need to uh, send it to them but it's of them asking a question um for the panel uh, but that was a good one too this one was funny not sure if i have the address right but i'm but is freddie home <laughs> this was cute he was walking around like this multiple days in a row um but yeah look at this look at that fucking Abraham Lincoln. this guy actually does historical um historical lessons while dressed as i Abraham mean Lincoln. look at the suit that is tailored that is tailored his, his his whole deal was that they're trying to correct what people think is is the actual history versus the like um the uh, history maybe. that they teach us just like in that school. yeah, yeah, um, this is me and my prep for. <laughs> so for Joker, cute um but yeah, would get, yeah that's like... and then on um saturday i went to chicago the 25th love... anniversary of chicago on broadway starring angelica <laughs> ross the first black trans woman to play a lead uh, character on broadway um, oh, I had oh, really oh. good seats, too. I know I've passed them recently. So Did you have awesome. fun? Are you into musicals? I'm a big I old musical. i So musical I actually nut. was up in the mezzanine, but I had the hey. perfect fucking seat. Honestly, I, was, I, was, I like the
1: mezzanine. I, I don't, I don't dead always center. need to be up close.
0: I was dead center. For a musical, I'd rather be up so I can see the whole thing. But um, you can't have your camera out during the thing, no. of course. But for a musical... Um, i you could see the whole set where i was sitting i had really great seats i did sneak a video at the very end naughty um, naughty naughty i did i still standing <laughs> yeah so that was it that was all i managed but <laughs> it's um,
1: gonna be Roxy. <laughs> yeah it was
0: great it was it was a lot of fun um So, yeah, I had it was fun. It was it was a lot of fun to get a chance to see that. I've never seen a Broadway. I never seen a show on Broadway. So I was excited to to get that opportunity. And um, and that was my Saturday. And then Sunday I did the woman in Marvel panel, followed by immediately getting on the subway so that I could go to um, uh, Podfest, which was a mini conference. So this is Podfest. I was in attendance at um a podcaster meetup in New York Podcasters and the second annual New York Podcasters Association uh mini conference. Uh it was in Times Square, so we got to take a Times Square picture. Um, but it was just a very small uh room at uh right there off of Times Square and there was multiple presentations. Um about growth, the topic of growth. Yay, something and, we need to know to do. <laughs> yeah, and so um, I, I, got, I walked away very inspired by, by some of the stuff that I learned. Not all of it I want to talk about because, I, you know, it's more like I want to put We'll it talk in about action. It
1: privately. Yeah, you know,
0: okay. um, I want to put some of these things in action. But it was a really good time, and I got a chance to meet someone who I've known for many years from the Asian American Podcasters Association, Lee uh, Uhura. Here's the back of the head of the... Um... I wonder...
1: <laughs> he <has to> have-
0: <laughs> that thing must have been so heavy it must also have been very hot yes I, well that so that thing right there is an air conditioner it's a fan I could hear it when I was behind well, thank him. god for that yeah I bet though like I bet that those those are just m- very painful Miserable. to walk yeah. around with the last thing I did was the um was the pod fest um, oh I How guess okay you I her? forgot I forgot everybody I, this is this is where I get I got to see Dominique Jackson at the Queer Lounge. There was a queer a Pride Lounge at New York Comic Con. And she was just there taking pictures with folks. So I got a chance to look at how tiny I am compared to like how short I am. <laughs> I know she's wearing heels and stuff like that, but I am like mad short. uh, No, I mean
1: look at her, look at her
0: leg ratio. I know her legs go up to my tits.
1: Like like, seriously, but you see how excited
0: I am? Like look at how excited I was excited,
1: and you were so calm. I'm like, is that blah 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 blah? And then you didn't respond to me. I'm like, I was like, I was like, like, yeah,
0: no big deal. I just saw Dominic Jackson and Angelica Ross in the same day. No big deal. I hate you all yeah um she loved my look let me just say that she loved my joker look um so so there was that um but yeah this is uh this was just a decoration that's cool wolverine Wolverine, Wolverine, um but yeah it was just like it was just a lot of fun like i don't know what else to say like i i got a lot of information from the from the pod fest it was like three hours of of these ten to fifteen minute presentations of different podcasters that talked about different aspects of things like pod fade, like how do you get keep yourself out of pod fade, meaning like I have a podcast, I'm getting tired now I'm kind of fading out okay um, well, then let me ask you some questions okay so like
1: in, in previously, when talking about other cons with you, so one of the gripes uh was that when they had panels uh that were about marginalized uh groups Mm. or spaces they they um they um scheduled them at the same time so people had to pick and choose right right how did the scheduling how did you feel like the scheduling flowed i think for the most
0: part it was fairly decent except that i kept missing (laughs) i kept missing all the panels i wanted to go to because i had my days wrong most of the panels that had black and brown people were at night. Okay. Um, I wanted to go to um, race, gender, and identity panel that was um, by the uh, WNYC um, organization, but it was at night on su- Sunday, which I was I was at Podfest. I was going to leave Podcast Fest to go to, but I once the networking started, I was kind of enjoying where I was at, so I stayed yeah. there and I missed that one. That's yeah. not. Comic-Con's fault. That's, you know, the fact that I had too many things to do in one thing. Okay. What I missed was I thought on on the day that I discovered the panel, which is a a Marvel Voices panel, which would have had Angelique Crochet, the Blurred Girl, and a couple other people that I really fucking admire, I found out about it on the 6th. I thought it was on the 7th.
1: Oh. Oh, no. I okay. found out
0: about it on the 5th. I thought it was on the 6th, but it was on the 5th. Wait. No, no, no. Yes, yes. I thought it was on the 7th. It was on the 6th. Is it? Is it just that you were like,
1: Saturday is the 5th, and you're I, like, no, Yeah, Saturday I didn't know what day yeah. of the fucking yeah, week okay. it was. So, so it's the, not necessarily their scheduling thing. It's it It's not just their you scheduling.
0: For, it's just I was already traveling and hotel. being tired. I was okay. at the hotel looking at what I thought was tomorrow's schedule so I could map out my day. I saw mm. that pop up on the Blurred Girls page, and I was like, dope. Took a screenshot of it. I said, I'm going to go to the con later in the day Thursday. Um, friday so that i can stay there later so i don't miss this panel because i know if i come back to the hotel i won't go back you know i know that was going to happen and then later that night i realized that today was the sixth and i was like fuck so i missed the panel i really really wanted to see because i thought it was a different date physically than the date that i was existing in right okay well i mean so I would say balanced- that's my problem, not New York Comic-Con's problem. But a lot of the black and brown panels were at night. And I'm really tired <laughs> by that point. So I didn't stay late.
1: Is that, I don't know how schedules work, but do you think that would, is that more on what people had available or what, how it was just done I by New York? Okay. I couldn't tell well, you. Okay. Well, I would um if anybody watching this has some input on that, would love to hear the insight of why do you why
0: that happens I don't know maybe people schedule maybe I don't know because Um, because what's different about New York Comic Con than I've experienced at other cons and maybe that's because of my own awareness of it is that Comic Con started at 10 in the morning and there were panels that ended at 9 at night it was it's a whole day event that's a
1: whole fucking day
0: and I don't think the other I don't recall that being a thing for other cons but also I'm usually tired and going home by 5 or 6 most um, cons that I go to And I was, I was fucking tuckered and like five or six would would roll through it. I'd be like, I'm going back home. I'm going to go to the." And then I would tell myself, I'm definitely going to go out. I'm going to go clean up and I'm go out on the New York streets and I'm going to hit this city, but I'd be so tired and my feet would hurt so much that I'd be like, you know what? I'm going to watch HGTV in my hotel room while sleeping like a starfish, Uh, which was very necessary (laughs) and very enjoyable. Oh, I'm sure. But okay. Um, Do you think that
1: um, in, in the panels that i i hear that it, it had some pretty good representation for a black brown uh queer um asian mm-hmm. um what about in, indigenous
0: there was some uh artists in Artist alley i don't okay. know specifically for the panels cuz i'd have to i'd have to look through the schedule again a lot of things to choose from so when you're scrolling through the oh, schedule i know you're, panel, and you're, you're just like, and, ah. right yeah
1: so um what about uh, like uh, disabled? Like, how do you think representation was handled all over New York Comic Con?
0: So, what I didn't experience here that I did at Dragon Con where was that there was a disa- there I, I didn't experience a disabled person on a panel. Okay. So I didn't experience what I saw at Dragon Con, which is someone literally throwing himself from his, his wheelchair onto the stage right? just to be able to be on the dais with everybody, uh, which happened at Dragon Con. Um, I didn't experience that at um, New York Comic Con, so I can't say panelist-wise how they were handling uh, mm-hmm. wheelchair-bound people. Um, And possibly there was someone with a cane or something like that. And that would have been different. There was always stairs um, leading up to the, the, you know, raised platforms. Okay. Um, But very similar to what happened at a podcast movement that I complained about. There was something like that at, at New York comic con when I was at um, Bishop cosplays panel, which was about being a person of color in photography for cosplay. Mm -hmm. It was specifically asking people of color to become cosplay photographers because of how you pose black and brown people versus how white people pose us is a lot different and so it was it was about cosplay as a person of color but it was also specifically about the photographers and photography of uh poc cosplayers that was in a a area called the mayron makeup hallway or some shit like that um it was open so you could hear the crowd That was walking down that airway, which was very distracting, which is something I had a problem with at at Calexicon because I have misophonia and when Mm. I can't control outside sounds, it, it can be very difficult that and there was another stage, maybe about 150 feet away. OK, that was also having a panel at that time. So you could kind of hear mm. both things happening at the same time. Okay. And they didn't set up a microphone for the people asking questions at this one. Uh-huh. So the people would ask questions and then the panelists might forget to rename the question. And so you you were just there's times where you're sitting there like, what, what's happening? What's happening? um So I would say that that's a complaint of any of almost every single con I've been to this year is that there's inevitably some stage that's really inconveniently located and you can just hear the hundred thousand people that are walking around um the space at the same time there was sometimes when it was a tight squeeze it never felt nearly as claustrophobic as dragon con did because on dragon con you're literally stuck on skywalks sometimes just waiting okay yeah well so and then accessibility wise i it's so there, many there people. Was elevators everywhere okay there, and then there, it looked like things were spread out there was some sp- there was okay. things were spread out um you would find so it depends like i saw one person that was in a, a more not so much a wheelchair more of like those um like those little uh uh what are they called they're like the three-wheeler um look like mopeds but but yeah. but they're four um mobility right, 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 right. Mm-hmm. i saw one person that had one of those and he w- had a little uh honker so he would honk every so often and be like coming through coming through um to push through it. and yeah. then i would see people with wheelchairs if they had someone with them like tell people to move out to of the move way because like they're that. lower down they're lower down and, and you know i know that they spend a lot of their time just like basically looking at the the backs of someone and else else of someone you know and, and it's, it's got to be really frustrating um, and even if
1: you were to put a flag like i like in disneyland we sometimes put flags on top of. and no, a but, lot of them
0: had flags on their their things, but, but people aren't paying so many attention. Well, like, yeah, because people have so many props. How do I know like there's you know, that? Like, okay, and, well, and like you would see like someone would would be wailing and someone would try to cross in front of them and then be like, oh wait, I realize, you know, like there was stuff like that that definitely happened, which I assume happens all the time. Um, but for the most part, I feel like as long as you could get to the, and oh, there were signs outside the elevator that said, please prioritize, um, accessibility, you know, mobility, um, uh, attendees or attendant, attendant, uh, attendees, um, for the elevators before you use the elevator. So there were, there were signs that were indicating like, you know, I know you don't want to be on that escalator because it's a big crush, but let the people with wheelchairs get on the elevator before you get on the yeah. elevator
1: like stay like and I, I you know what i think is common courtesy <laughs> mm-hmm. um you, the one or the other i think it was dragon con where you were like i wish they had more
0: sporadic
1: oh that was Collecticon, con yeah okay. like
0: um and that it's funny because that was a that was a small con and it wasn't really a big crush but it was just for me because i had to walk the the hotel was so spread out Right. That I had to walk what I assume was a mile <laughs> from my room to where the con was. And I like there was times when I just because I have flat feet, I would just want to sit. So at at New York Comic Con or um or Dragon Con, I would just like find a place to sit every so often. And sometimes that is the floor uh, next right. to a glass wall or some wall shit like, something that, like you know? that. But um, here,
1: did you find that? I mean, do these hall or, I mean I mean this if this place was designed to be a convention mm-hmm. center did, did it have there's not really space
0: there's space? not chair or floor space to sit on when you're in the exhibit okay. hall but like when you go by the food uh, you see a lot of people sitting okay. both in the oh, chairs yeah. and on the floor outside of of the doors and stuff like that and i think like mentally you just get into a place where like i'm at a con so i need to be on my feet for the next you know however right. long but there was times when i was i would be standing in a line and I would be like lifting my foot up against something just to like take the ease off or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, But honestly, there's times when I kind of wish I had, I could get one of those little three wheelers Um, because like I, I walked like 20,000 steps on, uh, on Thursday I did like 8,000 on Friday, which I was surprised it was only 8,000. Then I did like a a 15 or 18,000. So like every day I was really, I was fucking walking. I was moving um but uh, but I never felt like there was only one time where there was a huge crush of bodies, and I was with my friend Rohan, so we were holding hands so we wouldn't get separated um and that was in the big exhibit- uh, a big panel hall when you were going to the very specific big panels okay the um uh, that particular time it was so crowded, the crush was so heavy okay that um it was very stressful so we were like we're not going through that crush again we went through the elevator when we left after okay. that um and that's when we were trying to go to the star trek panel Second Mind in booty shine that line was too long so we ended up going to the <laughs> we ended up going to the ya um graphic novel panel instead um yeah. well okay
1: so i mean overall it was your first new york con overall mm-hmm. it sounds pretty it was
0: positive. amazing. I 100% want to go every year 100, now. I want 100% to want be- to go. Like, so top
1: three things you think about New York Comic Con.
0: Takeaway. Um, I don't know. I, I can't describe it. It was just the feeling of it. Like, it felt so massive and so intimate at the same time. Hmm. And it was just like, everybody was a nerd. No one was weird about your nerd. Okay, not true. <laughs> I did have a great there's always value. one Karen it's always one I had a great value Captain America say Joker Loki mashup and I said yep Jokey and he said Joker and Loki are not even in the same universe really great value Captain America you think I don't know you think it's an accident that I'm here in New York Comic Con dressed up as a mashup of a Joker and Loki and I Is don't he- know that they're from different universes. But, anyways, yes. Yeah, so, I would say, like one of the things is just kind of the vibe of it. Like it's 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 very balanced between comic book ner- nerdery, gaming nerdery, anime nerdery, um, social justice panels, and comic book and reading literacy. And you know the like it's a really good balance. I I feel like I it's it's been. About seven years since I went to San Diego Comic-Con, but I never felt like there was anything that was a combination of the shit that I got going on. You know, race, gender, nerdery, social justice stuff, you know, not like that. Every single panel was like that, but they had those options available. And I don't recall seeing options quite like that when I was at San Diego Comic-Con last. I still want to go back to San Diego Comic-Con, but I would say that I prefer... New York to san Diego absolutely okay, and in now fact, I know people who would get in a fist fight with you about that. you know like I, I think it's a big statement, um like I hear New Yorkers say things like you know what we call New York comic con comic con you know like they're trying to tell you like that's just regular ass comic con to us, and I get it like i i i would I want to be very clear if I'm telling you I'm at New York comic con and I think that this is the comic this this is the comic con um versus San Diego which again I've had I've gone to San Diego. I love San I've loved it. I would have to go back now to, to see, see if it compares because from my memory I'm going to say I felt way more like all my shit was available to me at New York Comic Con and and Dragon Con that wasn't in LA at WonderCon and in San Diego the the top 3 big California cons. Okay. What
1: Okay, so that didn't oh, so that hit was, all
0: three? That was kind of one, I guess. Um, the fact that I got to see so many people that I know but don't didn't know in Meet Space that made this a favorite because it was a lot of fun seeing Stephanie and um Nabil and Mike and my friend um Chuck and Rohan and stuff like that and Lee. Um that was that was a favorite thing. And I got to add to, this is another favorite. I got to add to my oops, to my uh, toy collection, which if you don't know this about me, I have a lot of the Bandai samurai uh, versions of toys, uh, Star Wars and Marvel. I was not, I did not know this existed until I was at New York Comic Con. I love how I'm leaning into the camera like, I...
1: oh, oh my God. <laughs> Look, look at his top knot
0: yeah he's got a top knot <laughs>
1: that is so cute so that I, is so
0: how are you taking those to Mexico how are you going to get all that stuff well see that's my problem remember I told you like in terms of my toys the toys are the only thing I really care about my toys and my comics my some of my t-shirts but other than that I'm going to do my best to get rid of my podcast equipment but other than that I'm going to do my best to get rid of my shit but my Bandai toys are my preciouses do they stay in the box? They do. <laughs> and that's only because I don't have a um I don't have a glass display case at present. Oh, that's yet. something that I want to I want to make sure I get when we settle in Mexico so that I can put my toys on display. That being said, if I do open it, I only touch them with gloves because I'm that's yes, that's me. Um but I will at least show it to you in, in plastic. So you have the different hand attachments here. So you can change their his hand positioning and stuff like oh, that. Oh, so he can hold something. Yeah, okay. that is the um, jet pack. Um, this is, well, obviously that's Grogu. And that's him, Mandalorian. But then over here, we got all of our the different man, the weapons. The second is the, oh, the zaddy. He's a Sorry. zaddy. What <laughs> So the style of um, samurai class that they have um, all of the Mandalorian characters in is the Ronin character, which is the masterless samurai. Um, Darth Vader is in the Daimyo, which is the head of the clan. um, Yes. Level of outfit and stuff like that. But I didn't know that they made a Mando one. As soon as I saw they had Grogu, I was like, oh, shit.
1: Well, who makes you said Bandai? Bandai. Yeah. So it's uh, a kick ass uh, relationship with uh, Disney.
0: Yeah, so I Bandai and um, um, Tamashi Nations, um, who does a lot of the anime as well. There it's a and Disney, it's a coincide thing. For Star Wars, I have um, I have two Bobas. One is an all white body, and one is the regular painted. I have Django. I have Darth Vader. I have um, Mando. I have Stormtrooper. I have a Stormtrooper, and I have a, a red war you know the protector right. the guard
1: mm-hmm. um
0: i'm missing like c3p on some of the other star wars characters so this is kind of a jump the gun because this is a newer one i didn't know existed but i walked past the booth and i was like shit that line is not that long um,
1: <laughs> i so, can
0: and my bank account yeah this was pretty We're much at- a, that this was a this was like a, okay i can get this and only eat hot dogs for the rest of the trip <laughs> Because that's what I could afford. Um, Or, you know, whatever. I still managed to have perfectly nice ham and cheese sandwiches from Paris Baguette down the street from my hotel. Thank you, Paris Baguette. And was able to get that. um, All right.
1: Any, I mean, it's always important to say, like, the positives. Do we have any negatives? Do we have room Um,
0: for improvement? I mean, I'm sure there always is room for improvement. I would say that I think... um, like in terms of their volunteers, which, you know, bless a Comic-Con pos- uh, volunteer's heart because you're thrown into expected to be an expert and you are just there for a badge. You know, most yeah, volunteers right, right, right. are just there because they want to get a right. free badge. Mm-hmm. And I would go up to ask, like, how do I get to such and such? And they would tell me a direction. And I'd go to that side and they'd be like, you can't go here. This part's closed off. And I'd be like, oh, man, I just basically wasted 200 steps to get in this direction. My feet hurt already. And now I got to pass through again, you know there were some things like that. So I think, you know, maybe education of their volunteers a little bit better so that people actually knew how to walk to places and and things like that, because you would get, it's so easy to get lost, you know? Um, I mean, you're not lost in that app. There is an app, but whether or not you really feel confident, you know where you're going. Oh, okay. So there's an app that has a map,
1: an app map. There's a
0: map in the app. Um, but you can also like put your schedule into the app and all that other oh, kind of cool. stuff. Um, well,
1: I think from now on, it's really is true. You do need a keeper because I'm going to be like, ah, I'm sorry, ma'am, you're late for your four o'clock.
0: Yeah. So I like, here's the thing is a, a lot of the other cosplayers I was taking photos with had an attendant with them. And so there, that person was asking everybody they took a photo with like, what's your IG? Da, da, da. But in my case, if I was remembering to ask, I was adding them on the spot if I had connection, if I didn't have connection, I was searching for them and screenshotting you know, or they would say it and I wouldn't understand it all the way. And you didn't want to keep asking someone over and over again. So it would be nice um, to have that attendant that could help, you know, like get those Instagram handles so you can tag people so that you can connect with folks. Right. Um, I I was forgetting to pass out my blurred comics cards that I have that that has a QR code so that you can find my show and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. Um, I was doing it sometimes, but I was forgetting other times and, um, it's, it's it's happened at every conference that I've been to or every com- a convention. It's just like, I'm good about sometimes getting the information out or handing someone a sticker or whatever. I forget about it a lot of the times. Um, and then I just feel like, oh shit, who was that one guy? And like hope, you know, I find them on the scroll so I can whittle down and, and tag them in a photo that I've taken with them and stuff like that. Um, also someone just to remind me to drink water you know like that's a big thing like you know like hydrate make sure you hide here's a snack so the thing is like whenever i've gone to a comic con with sean bay from blurred comics my friend he knows my tells. We've been friends since I was eight years old. So he physically can tell when my body changes and I'm it's time for Charmaine to get a snack. He's also like six, five and he will make room. <laughs> you know, he will just I'm like surprise. He just doesn't pluck you up. He just you. he just like does these bubble arms around me like he doesn't touch me, but he just puts his arms around me like this, like in a bubble. And he's just like, all right, let's go get a snack. And then he just kind of like steers mm-hmm. me through a crowd. I can't wait to meet. I can't wait to meet him. And he'll, um, and then he'll, you know, he'll be like, all right, it's snack time. So he'll make sure I go get a snack and stuff like that. And that's because he's like physically seeing how my body change. Like I need someone who learns. Your tells. My tells too. Um, But can also just be sort of like, I, um, so Game of Thrones has hand of the king or hand of the queen. I need a hand of the main. Okay. Um, all right. Well, I mean, overall, it sounds like you're going to be recommending, um, highly highly recommend if you are okay. even like if you've never been to a con before it might be overwhelming because it's so big but if you want to have the best possible chance of having a really good con experience um new york comic con is one of those ones it's a le- easier to get a ticket for than mm-hmm. san diego right. um but it's just it's so great it can be overwhelming so if you have sensory issues which i do there is a quiet room you could go into where you just need to decompress I wonder if and stuff we like should that give
1: you some i wonder if we should give you some headphones the one well that, i have
0: these that are noise canceling but i don't remember to bring i think again
1: you need a hi ma'am I, I need a checklist of your yeah okay i can do that i can look i can cheerlead and support team like like you don't yeah. even know I need and i'm to hand classically me, like, trained because i've trained who, disneyland
0: who will like hand me like a lunchable
1: or yeah. some shit you know no. like I was the person in Disneyland that knew the schedules and knew this. That we were going to do the fast pass or this, but I would also the here's the water break. I have snacks in here. Well, I, see, or, I think
0: I, you also now need a handler because you're still trying to remember that you have to account for the fact that your disability is starting to show itself. Yes, I know. So,
1: well, I mean, if anything, I could get. Um, if we're doing uh, cons in the United States, I got to do research elsewhere. I can rent wherever I go. I can rent. I can, um, just so you guys know, if you don't know, um, many metropolitan areas, if you have an accident or whatever, you can call, there are certain uh, places that you can call, of course, for a price that will deliver a wheelchair of your wanting, uh, electric or otherwise, electric scooter or an or mm-hmm. actual wheelchair that you could push or wheel, um, deliver it to your hotel room and you can, and, um, rent them for like $50 a day. Mm. Um, and then, and then you just leave them in the in, in that area at a scheduled time and they come and they pick
0: up their, their scooters nice. again. It's, um, it's saved me a bunch of times. That reminds me the hotel room that I was in mm-hmm. immediately in front of the elevator. So when the oh. elevator opened, I could go oh. straight into it. <laughs> It sounds um, there, like there was to me that They took very s- good care of you. Yeah, they did. There was two side by side elevators. So if you as long as you got into the main elevator, you'd go. You could go straight into your. You know, directly. Mm-hmm. Other than that, you might have to turn. You know, like you're just like go diagonal then. But um, but yeah, the the placement of that room was very was very good as well. um so yeah i mean all in all it was a great trip i was uh new york is one of my favorite cities anyway i mean i kept saying the whole time i was there like if i was single and not broke i would be living there so i have been spending the last couple days fantasy apartment shopping um in new york which is something i do every now and then to see if like if i could live what neighborhoods i could live in (laughs) uh but um but no i i think i would love to go to new york comic con every year um I think now that I've seen it, it'll be easier to plan my fun adventure next time, which is the same problem I had at Dragon Con. Um, it was I'd never been there, so it was hard to plan. So I was selecting things that were too far away from each other right after each other to go to, whereas now I have an idea of where things are. So when I plan my days out in advance, I can say, OK, I have time to make it from here to there or I got to skip this so I can line up for that, you know, things like that that I wasn't really sure about. Um, leading up to it Um, but getting a chance to go to the two Broadway shows basically I had the New York experience I've always wanted to have without pressure because in the past it's either been I'm with my ex or um, someone else is around that I have to cater to and in this case I only had to cater to me and it was it was a great trip I'm glad you you went thank you Thank you for making it possible. It was great. Wow, make
1: it! I'm doing this honestly. I I live vicariously through you.
0: Well, I can't wait till we can actually go somewhere together because right. we're gonna I, do it. We're gonna. Have to I want talk you it. to be able to have your nerd moment, your Star Trek nerd moment, or you know I whatever, moment, uh, I, you know all the things and stuff you know, like that too. The,
1: I just love is is. As negative as how sometimes the world is right now, because everything is on a on fucking fire, and I know it's been on fire for a while. But stay with me, internet is that you saw the first black trans woman? Yeah, on, on Broadway. Broadway. You saw uh, one of the first leading ladies in a tra- in a trans-led story, like. <sighs> The reason why everything's ugly right now, internets, is because more and more and more of us are saying we're not going back into the closet for your yeah. comfort.
0: Yeah. So. It, yeah. It was just like. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's just it's well, especially because Chicago such a sexy show, you know, oh. and to see like when one of the car, the men in the chorus would like pick her up and turn her or something like that. And it's just, you know, like you weren't hearing these like oh, gas. Oh my God, it's a trans. You know, like it was just like, we're just all here. Um, also, and this might be a spoiler if, if people, because um, honestly, I don't know. This is the first time I've seen Chicago on stage. I've only seen Chicago in the movies. And then, of course, any soundtrack that I've listened to over the years. Um, the character that plays uh, Mish Sunshine, the 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 news, the journalist lady, is played by a man. Yeah. I didn't know that because they didn't do that in the movie. Mm-hmm. But he had an operatic femme voice. Mm-hmm. So when the reveal happens and everybody's like, <gasps> that was a bigger gasp at <laughs> any moment than the fact that there was a trans woman. Um, the fact that you think when you think genders
1: wise right yeah only
0: only women he had an operatic note. he hit this like operatic like he did this like run of just like this kind of thing which i can't do obviously um and then and then so later on i was like did they switch out the actor? like i was working it through my head the whole time and i'm like Mm -hmm. i saw him take the wig off i saw him open the shirt Mm -hmm. and take the boobs out like Mm -hmm. i saw all this happen and yet i could not believe that voice came from that person like it was amazing yeah. um but yeah like that that was a bigger turn for the other and obviously i think most of us know like if you're buying that ticket you know who's who's in the show and stuff like that but it was just it was nice to to go okay here's the thing it was nice to go and them not say angelica ross the first black trans woman you know like it it was just angelica ross angelica, you know and
1: i mean don't get us wrong it is really awesome i mean how Phenomenal, you know, like you know, the first black woman on the Supreme Court, the first, mm-hmm. you know, the first, you know, it it does. There is it something that late, is very it's very but. excited to it. But is I it, what would be just awesome is that that's a trans person. Oh, okay. Um, and I like turn the role, it's like you know, role. like yeah. Th- I just want to get to that. Oh, that's a queer person. Oh, that's great. I'm gonna have pancakes for dinner. Yeah. Thank you, like that. <laughs> you know, yeah.
0: It was, it was great. I, I really feel I mean, I feel good about where I was. The funny thing, too, is a friend of mine had posted on Facebook when I was when I was sitting in my seat at Chicago waiting for the show to start. They posted that they were at Book of Mormon, which was right across
1: the street. If you so- have, that's a good one, too, if you've never seen it.
0: I mean, I listened to the soundtrack, but I've never, I've never seen it. And so when I saw their post on, on Facebook, I was like, are we across the street from each other right now? And then I sent him a picture of my, um, of my playbill and my lap. And and he started laughing. He's like, he's like, Oh yeah, we are across the street from each other. So we didn't see each other after, like I did kind of look for him, but I didn't see him. Um, but it was just, it was funny to think like how weirdly large and small New York is because I was just, I didn't even know. I was just across the street from where my friend was at the time. But it was, a, it was fun. New York great. is it's different planet. It was. I I would get off the subway every day when I'd come, come back to the to the hotel. I'd get off the subway and walk past this place called Paris Baguette, which I would I would get every every night. The last three nights I was there, I would get a ham and cheese uh, sandwich on a baguette. I would get a chocolate croissant and a regular croissant. And um, and we love the carbs. Yeah, I mean that. Like I, I'm not gonna pass up a croissant. I'll just say that. But also the sandwiches were good for you. You know, I would scarf the sandwiches before I'd go out and stuff like that to go to the shows and stuff. But um I was like it was so good. Um but then I would save the I would have the chocolate croissant at night and I would save the um regular croissant for the for morning. Um uh, but then my last night there I decided to splurge and I got myself a nice little fruit tart. Ooh. So fucking good. But like Paris baguette kept me. Fed the whole time, and I would walk in, and I was like, I one day I'm regular, and then I'm in cosplay, and then I'm in Joker cosplay, and so I'm just like, you know, you forget that you're wearing cosplay after a while, and you're walking down a regular ass New York street. I'm not near the con anymore. I'm in Midtown, and I'm just I'm in full Joker regalia, and I walk out like, can I get, can I get a hammer? Come chance? on, I'm it's a- New York. That don't that don't bother no. But like you just forget that you look like that, and so at one point she pauses, and she's like, Are you? What do you I'm like I'm Joker and Loki mashed together. She's like, "Oh, okay, cuz that was that makes sense now." <laughs> you know, like that kind of stuff. Oh, but, I'm just going to church. That's still my No biggie. Going my favorite church. was when I was Shinobu cuz I have a I have a katana on my belt and i'm just like walking down the streets of new york with a fucking sword in my hand and shit like that um very fun very fun i i enjoy walking down the street where no one else is cosplaying because Mm -hmm. i didn't feel normal until i went downstairs into the subway and other people were in cosplay going to the same place i'm going but up until then i'm the only person on the regular new york street walking around in cosplay it was fun that's all all i'm saying it was fun all right well what do you think next time. <laughs> till next time? we, yeah, we are... went Way long again. I, I, said I told we you I've to. tried, I'm trying. Do you want to I think I'm we just keep... No, I don't think it's your fault. I think that I just need to accept the fact that this is a two hour show no matter how how bad I think or you could just edit it down to but then there's but what do I cut like you know besides know. the little interruptions we did have a couple that we of had and stuff here. like that it's not going to take that much time out so I just accept the fact that this is a near two hour show every every time and hopefully people stay till the end. Also, just quick apology. I did release the last episode a week late because, again, my travel schedule. I just didn't upload it. Like I had it done, but I didn't upload it. Um, but that really has more to do with like poor planning on my part. Po- well, not poor plan. I got overwhelmed. I just got overwhelmed. It's like I'm at that place where I need an assistant across the board, like a hand of the main across the board. And so I didn't, I didn't get the stuff done before I packed and got. Like I was literally packing three hours before i got on the plane right well um we did it you did it though we did it we did it i had such a blast i'm so i'm i'm kind of as recovered as i'm gonna be after a few days but i had a blast i would do it again in a heartbeat if someone if someone was like new york comic con decided to two weeks later just have another little couple of days i'd be like i'll be there
1: yeah no, I, I think that, now that I hear you, I think if, if I was there for the con for five days, I think I would want to try to arrive maybe one day early, one day early and, and then maybe stay a couple of days after yeah. just to,
0: you're right. I did okay. kind of wish I had a whole, like I, I planned the day, the way of the trip, the way that I did, I, in hindsight, I think it would have been nice to have all of Monday because then I would have been able to see, there was still one other person I wanted to see that I didn't manage to see. But I could have just rested in the city like I could have, like I didn't do some of the other stuff like I didn't go to other parts of New York that I used to go to. Um, um, I only so this is very like semi touristy because I did the con right. and then and, and, and stuff like that. And I was in Times Square or whatever. But to just walk around like to go to a museum or just a, like walk around New York or something like that. I didn't get a chance to really do that. Um, but yeah, I think that was that was the perfect trip. It was for the most part. It was a perfect trip. I really enjoyed it that all right well i'm
1: before we end if you don't have anything else to say i'm i'm good i do realize that i think this episode is going to probably air in the next couple of weeks and today is the 15th of october and i just and i don't want to i understand that we have like a small following and we're gearing up but for any of you out there that are are listening um please take the time to look into what is happening in iran excuse me iran um Charmaine and I would like to say that we stand with the people of Iran mm-hmm. and what is happening there is not okay and it takes the world and all of us watching to call for change and to say that we're, we're watching you uh, and we see you and we hear you um, and this is all stemming from um, a woman, Masa Amini or her real name is Zina Amini uh, being um, brutalized and beaten to death for simply not abiding a dress code. And uh, for any of you out there. was like well, that's happening over there. That doesn't happen over here. It happens every day. But and it doesn't
0: matter that it happens somewhere else. We're it doesn't on the happen. same
1: planet. And, yes, and it shouldn't have to matter at, at all. Like mm-hmm. we should care about one another. And if more of us knew. I feel like if no, more of us knew actually what was happening. Because it's not getting the traction in the news that it should. Mm. And if we would be more aware, more of us would care and be calling out to our leaders going, what are we doing about this? At the bare minimum, the bare minimum is calling it out mm-hmm. and saying that the people of Iran, we stand with you. OK, so I'm waxed.
0: <laughs> I have, I'm not waxed. I'm, I'm behind <laughs> that wax. Um, I, I ain't been home for wax. Uh, <laughs> I'm waxed. And we're fully <laughs> packed. Let's we'll, get out of here. Hopefully we'll be packed soon. All right. All right. Peace, y'all. Peace. Queer and Far is a main hustle media podcast produced and edited by Charmaine Fury. Co hosted by Charmaine Fury, aka The Blazing Blurred, and Shane Nanigans. Music is Big Band Savage Jazz by Pine Groove. If you like what you've heard on Queer and Far, please subscribe, rate, and review on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts. Main Hustle Media. Turn your side hustle into your main hustle. This program is a proud member of Univoz. Unified, unique voices. Learn more at univozpods.net.